Welcome everyone to episode two of Mindful Mondays. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the first one. I want to talk to you today about two things. One being um, your network and its effect on your mindset and your character. And then secondly, within that, comparing yourself to others, especially those you know within your network. So quick recap, Mindful Monday is just talking about mindset, talking about things to improve your mindset, some awesome books, some resources, some quotes, um, just generally how to build a strong foundation mentally to allow you to excel in property and whatever other business you might be in. So Tej is talking alone again. Um, I hope to get some more people on this show with me. Uh, Mr. Sunny Mahal, Sunshine State of Mind is hopefully going to be guesting on one of these with me. So I'd like to share a quote with you by Jose Ortega y Gasset. And he said, tell me to what you pay attention and I will tell you who you are. He was one of the great Stoic um, philosophers who said that, you know, if you live with a lame man, soon enough, you'll walk with a limp. And that's uh, maybe a slightly crude way of of explaining it, but it's it's what he said back in the day. Um, If you have a network, you know, who are not on the same level as you level, I put my hands up in, you know, speech marks, can't see that, then it's really going to weigh you down. And what I mean by level is those who share the same vision, not the same vision, but have a similar vision, have similar kind of goals, have similar ambitions, but most importantly, take action. Now, if you're in a job and a lot of your friends are also in a job and you want to break out, get into property investment, have financial freedom, you know, you love property, you really want to invest in it, you want to give it your all, But, you know, you have to take action to be successful in property in any business. But all your friends are like, oh, mate, why are you going to leave a, you know, well-paid job nine to five? It's easy. You know, you just just commute an hour and a half every day. Uh, Southern Rail, trains are rubbish. Just um, get home at like eight and don't really have much time with your missus or your kids. But hey, you know, like this is this is life, dude. Why are you going to why are you going to leave? If you have people in your network telling you that and that's the kind of attitude and action they have, you have to kind of think, okay, am I going to, I'm going to start being like that. I'm going to think, oh, actually, you know what? This nice little salary I've worked 10 years for, it's kind of nice. And actually, yeah, getting home late is, eh, it's all right. But, oh, I have, I have 20 days holidays and, oh, they give me, um, you know, uh, like pension and, and I get Saturdays and Sundays. But, oh, but sometimes I have to work Saturdays, don't I? Oh, but that's fine. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll stay here. And that level of comfort is uncomfortable to see. Because if you have that ambition and that drive, you want to get into property, you want to be in business, be an entrepreneur and work for yourself and no one else and make your own money, then that first step of quitting your job or, or just jumping straight into it, if you're, you know, straight out of education, for example, is tough. And if your network and friends are saying, oh, don't do that, carry on being comfortable, it's going to be so tough for you to leave. And of course, there's going to be a point where they are saying this and you're going to say, that, that's enough. I'm out of here, right? But, you know, it, it, it's like if you listen to the news all the time, like, and you look, look at some real news, that's not necessarily what is in the media, but kind of maybe more social news about what happens in places like America, for example. Okay, the CIA going to be on to me now. Um, then you will find yourself like angry at the world, resentful, worried, living in fear, because the news is pretty terrible. When you when you start to watch it and pay attention to all of it, a lot of it is negative. 
Um, and it's the same thing with your friends. If you stay in that kind of environment, you're going to be that kind of person. So when it comes to network, your network is your net worth. Everyone says it all the time and it sounds cheesy, but honestly, it's one of the most true things I've ever heard. And when I first heard it, I thought, oh, yeah, all right, mate, you're cheesy. Rubbish. It is spot on. You know, I'm sure there's scientific studies that say you're like the sum of the five people closest to you, you know, and it's okay. I'm not saying you, when you're an entrepreneur, shut out all your friends who are employed and only be friends with entrepreneurs and only hang out at the cool hipster entrepreneur clubs. What I'm saying is, I think one naturally that, you know, in, in, in a way, in a less humorous way, that will happen. You naturally will want to hang out with people who are aligned with your vision. No matter how fun socially things are, as you develop as an entrepreneur and a business person, you'll start to look at your older friends and say, yeah, we're having a laugh, but kind of there's nothing to talk about. And I feel uncomfortable telling them I want to own 12 properties in the space of a year because they're like, that you know, they feel uncomfortable or they say, oh, that's unrealistic, maybe, Ave, or they say, you know, that's not really possible or they just don't get your ambition or, or, or understand or believe, you know, these kind of things in property are possible. So naturally you may find that happens. But what I'm saying is, position yourself and put yourself in places where you're going to be with people who are on a similar kind of wavelength to you and have similar um, ambitions and take action on a similar way. Now, I know I used to hang out with you know, certain people back in high school and then actually university. Some of my friends really were just not doing much with their lives, to be frank. Um, and they'll tell you that themselves. Um, and this sounds really rude, but you know, as I kind of left university, I then had some friends and was kind of in a bit of a limbo. And then kind of through recruitment, I also developed some great friends who are entrepreneurial and have their own businesses and really kind of pushed me. But I, I just wasn't satisfied. I kind of thought, you know, I need to upgrade. And that sounds really bad, but it's the truth. You know, sometimes you have to upgrade those who are around you, you know, because those who are around you occupy your mind space and your mind space is so vital. And this podcast is Mindful Monday. So I want your minds to be full of positivity, full of encouragement, full of drive. I want you to look to the right and see someone who's 10 properties ahead of you. I want you to look to the left and see someone who's three properties ahead of you. I want you to look across the room and see someone who's competing with you, you know, and within that group, have that level of banter and understanding and vision that you're going to get somewhere. And you won't believe how much of an effect that has on your mindset and on your success in life um, to be around high achievers. Now, at the same time, this can be negative because you may look at previous relationships, whether they be romantic, whether they be um, friends, whatever, and say, oh, that doesn't kind of fulfill me the way you know this kind of new group does. It's not sort of where I'm headed. And again, it sounds rude, but it really, you know, sometimes you have to look out for yourself and say, actually, I'm going to have to hang out less with these people because I'm just not getting the same sort of mental stimulation or fun or whatever it is um and it's like you know when you get shrimps and they shed their shells it's kind of like that and i've seen this happen a lot because i have a big fish tank and there were loads of shrimp shells everywhere but it's a great way of thinking because you're still the same person but you're just evolving right and you want those around you to evolve with you um but please don't take any of this in a harsh way i'm saying like fob off your mates time to get no no of course not it was all in context and all in the bigger picture um it's also a case of you know, when you're with the right kind of people, they push you and they drive you in the best kind of way and you compete naturally, but in the best kind of way. And if you fail, it's not a whole unlucky mate. It's, you know what, what did you learn from that? Let's move forward from that. And you know what? 
For me personally, I built this network naturally by networking and property, being on Facebook, talking as I as I do so well um, to anyone and everyone. And I formed a mastermind group of like four or five of us who are just like, they're, they're so experienced compared to me. I'm now working with one, Aaron, very closely. And the rest, we talk it like every day. You know, we have accountability. We meet every month in Birmingham and it's it's fantastic. And that just came from me, you know, talking. Um, and suddenly my network became something that even my other friends who are also entrepreneurs or doing whatever with their lives, employed, whatever, said, Ted, you've kind of changed. Like something is is different in you and there's a different level of, I don't know, aura or vibes around you. Um, and that was nice to hear in a way because I thought, okay, well, like my network's actually having a huge influence on me. At the same time, you know, there's certain aspects where you don't necessarily need a network to improve yourself. You you know, you do generally, full stop. But there's some periods where, for example, I gave up drinking like a year and a half ago. Oh, yeah, a year and a half ago, yeah. And like... I mean, I will drink again if it's like a really special occasion. But even then I say this, but I probably won't because I'm enough of a liability as it is when I'm sober. And I really don't need sort of drink to get me in a party mood. Like I will be the first on the dance floor and the last with the lights on when I'm sober. Um, And I have a few friends who are similar, which is awesome. Um, But a lot of my friends drink and a lot of my friends need alcohol to get on the dance floor or to kind of really, really have a good time and make memories. And I think, well, that's that's silly. Why, why do you need that? But at the same time, I don't care. I don't judge. Like, if they want to drink, fine. I'll encourage them. Like, happy days, man. I'll be the sober one who remembers everything um, and encourages you guys to have fun. But, you know, obviously, I mean, they don't offer anymore, but they used to and, and questioned why. And I was just like, don't need it. Um, and all I took was willpower to be like, no, no, I'm good. Don't need it. Good. Don't need it. And that kind of thing can happen naturally, you know, when you know, you're in property and you need to work, you know, nine to nine some days, for example, and your friend's like, oh, you know, going out tonight, getting dinner, whatever. And you have to say, look, I'm really sorry, but I need to do this work. And over time, that willpower just builds and your friends will understand that and say, you know, they'll still invite you to things. Well, if if you come to one every now and then, they still will. (laughs) But they'll understand what you're doing and why you're working. And, you know, just remember, people look at your results, not how much you're working. Oh, how many properties you got now? Oh, but you've been working for two months, got no properties. That kind of stuff is just, don't even hear that. Block that out. Because at the end of the day, just because you haven't got the results does not mean you are not working the hardest. Like, results take time, especially in property. Your first property could take three months because of the searches, exchanging, completion, all this stuff and solicitors could take three months. But people won't see that. They'll see the results. People see the Mercedes on the drive. They don't see the four years of hustle behind that to to get that and so don't worry about people judging your progress only you can judge your progress because you actually know what you're doing you and your close you know business partners and, and colleagues can judge your progress so remember that with your network it, it's so so important to have the right people around you but to still also have friends you just want to have a laugh with and you know the people you network with will soon enough become your friends and you'll have a laugh with and you'll just get rid of that shell like a shrimp. Um, I hope that makes sense and didn't come across too sort of uh, blunt. But I mean, it was fairly blunt, but, you know, we've only got 10 minutes or so here. Well, this is going to be 15. And actually, funnily enough, speaking about the Mercedes and all that stuff leads me to my next point. I want to start this with a quote by Mr. Warren Buffett, or as you may say in some parts of the world, Warren Buffet. Now, you never know 
Let me do this actually how he would. You never know who's swimming naked until the tide goes out. I don't know if he has that sort of accent, but let's say he does. Um, You never know who's swimming naked until the tide goes out. That's funny, isn't it? Um, <laughs> But it's interesting because it's like, you know, you don't know people's situations until, you know, there's a change. You know, you don't know someone's situation until you understand it fully, until you strip back the outer layer, aka the tide, the water, and see what's underneath. Oh, your, your friend's got a Lamborghini. Okay. Hmm. Could be a category C salvage. It's actually really unsafe and illegal to drive. Or it could be leased and with a 15k down deposit in a grand a month, which if you have a decent job, you can afford. Um, you know, someone who keeps traveling. Wow, you you got such wanderlust, dude. How do, how do you manage to go to Italy and get all this cheese so much? You know, credit card debt? About to get fired? How do you know? Um, you know, you see someone opposite you roll up on the drive, new Bentley, new watch, new suit, new everything, and you think, oh, bloody hell, you know, Ooh, they're doing well, aren't they? <laughs> but actually, you haven't got a clue what's really going on. Like I said before, you just see the result, the result of something. And that's not necessarily a good thing, right? Um, you just don't know what other people's situations are. So you could be, you know, slugging away in property for a year and your mate been doing it for three months and she's now got a new car. She's now got a whole new wardrobe. You know, she's now got a new house. And you think, what the hell? I've been doing this for a year. She's been here for three months. How has she just beasted me like that? You just don't know what's happening behind that. The car's leased, the house is rented, whatever, whatever. You don't know that. So never judge your own progress by someone else, even if they're on the same journey. Because they could have all their money and put it into this shiny watch and car, whereas you're saving it for more investment, or you're saving it for, you know, a, a pizza oven in your back garden, or you're saving it for a new garden, Um you know, so don't judge your progress by others' progress because you're you're so different. You're different people, right? Stay in your lane, in the positive sense of that phrase. You don't need to see what other cars are doing in other lanes. Well, you do when you're driving. Please do look and please indicate, right? But in this example, you don't need to see other lanes. Focus on your road, on that single track road, and keep going. It's okay to glance over at the other lanes, but don't take emotion from it. Like I said in my Mindful Monday podcast one. It's how you perceive it. Cool. They've got something new. I mean, nice. That That's good. Um, but it's not necessarily what you want. And it's not necessarily what, what you want right now. And it just doesn't matter. So be very careful. Um, and the thing is, when you have a good network, they're going to be getting things like this, getting the materialistic things, you know, moving things forward, doing charity work, whatever it is. And, you know, you really then are not going to judge it because you're going to understand what is happening under under the covers essentially um so so i hope that has been helpful um again any books on stoic philosophy and ryan holiday are really good i do have an other few on mindset but i've done a book review separately to this podcast so have a listen to that let me know if this helps post on my wall send me a message follow me facebook follow the Tej talks page leave a review if you're liking the podcast if you're hating these mindful sessions and it's just me chatting crap please please let me know because you know these podcasts are for you um i want you to get benefit from it so yeah thank you very much for listening